It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. Ah, good to be back. Welcome in. Final show of the year. Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio. Justin Kalen, a.k.a. Scooter Dingus on the other side of the glass. Welcome into the final show of the year. Caller of the year will be revealed in the final segment. There is no reason for you three guys to call today. You can call if you want to. <laughs> but the voting is over. I have the only vote. And the caller of the year will be revealed in the final segment. You can call and beg if you want to. 502-384-1450. That's the Eminem Cartage Hotline, 384-1450. You can even hit me up on the text machine, 502-414-1450, sponsored by Thornton's. Right now, get a free sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit, bacon, egg, and cheese croissant, or a steak and egg burrito, any fountain drink, tea, fizz freeze, or 20-ounce bottled soda. When you become a new Refreshing Rewards member, simply download the app, register for Refreshing Rewards to earn your free breakfast on Thornton's, and hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Happy New Year, if I forget to say it at the end of the year, Scooter, to you and your and your uh, family and friends. Thanks. You too. Um, I'll probably forget at the end of the pro- You, you of got the big New Year's plans? I have none. I have a wedding tonight. One of those Mon- damn Montanos is getting married again. Can't, God, that's like five this year. Friday wedding? December 30th wedding. Outdoors. Whew. Hello. Short wedding. They got In, indoor reception, short outdoor wedding, and then a uh, very fun indoor reception. Will I go? Yeah, probably. Depends if it's open bar or not. Probably. Oh, it's open bar. Well, then you're going. Well, it's in Eastwood, Kentucky. It's a long drive. I certainly two things that don't go well together: open bar and long drive. That's true. That's uh, why you bring now, your wife. DD. If Mama goes, and it's fifty-fifty. If Mama goes, that's I'm golden. I'm golden. <laughs> She doesn't drink, so I'm golden. Uh, but New Year's Eve wise, you know, I'm going to watch Kentucky and Louisville basketball, Kentucky and Louisville, and Kentucky and Iowa football. Uh, you got the national semifinals mm-hmm. tomorrow evening. I'll be watching those. There was a time, and you'll find this at some point in your life. You get to a certain age or a certain time in your life, then you start complaining about the people who are out on New Year's Eve, the idiots that are driving around drunk. Up until that point, you're one of those idiots. And I've reached that point, you know, a decade or so ago where I said, you know what, it's not worth it. I could argue I'm, I got to that point about six, seven years ago. I can I can go out any night of the year, yeah. and I don't need to go out on New Year's Eve. Sure. Uh, as long as Mama's happy, as they say, everybody's happy. So if she doesn't care about going out, then we won't go anywhere. All right. Uh, sorry about missing the show yesterday. So I got in my car which was at the bottom of my driveway. It had been there for a week, ever since the snow. And I'd gone out twice during that week on separate days and started the car, made sure it was okay, got the snow and ice off of the car, let it run for a while. Everything was great. I go out yesterday, it's 55 degrees, click, click, click. Won't start. No battery. Uh, not the battery. I tried to jump the battery. It wasn't the battery. Uh, I had to get a tow truck called AAA. So I apologize for missing the show yesterday. Oh, I had so much to talk about. Kentucky basketball. Oh, my. The 
home unranked underdogs on Wednesday versus ranked opponents went three and one against the spread. I'm going to track this because I think it's a real thing. I don't think it's going to go, you know, 80 wins and 30 losses, but I think it's going to be a positive moneymaker as the year goes along. We got three of those games today. Did you track the ones from last night? Uh, there were none last night. Oh, okay. The only ranked team played was Purdue, and they were at home. That's true, yeah. So there are three today, including North Carolina Pitt, which is already underway. Carolina's a six-point favorite at Pittsburgh, and it's 11-3 Carolina. Yikes. Not a good start for my system. But there are three games of this ilk. Miami is at Notre Dame at 2 o'clock. Miami's a two-and-a-half-point favorite. And late night tonight, UCLA and Washington State at Wazoo. Uh, the Bruins are eight-and-a-half. So we're going to keep track of that. Bowl games yesterday were and the day before. A lot of fun. The Arkansas-Kansas game, triple overtime, 55-53. Man, that was fun. Florida mm-hmm. State and Oklahoma yesterday. That was a blast. These bowl games are starting to be a lot more fun. We're getting more points scored, although the under is 17-10-1 so far in bowl season. That's pretty solid. And you know me, I love the overs, so it's about time for me to take out a loan. Yep. Not good. Uh, let's go to the M&M Cartage Hotline. Last year's Caller of the Year. And a finalist for this year's award, Ed. How are you, buddy? I'm good. How you doing, John? I'm doing great. Thank a lot you. going on, buddy. A lot going on. A lot of fun. Great bowl games here the last yeah uh, week to days. I mean, Kansas and Arkansas was a great one. I thought Oklahoma and uh, Florida State was a was a very it was a great one. Oh, entertaining. And, you know, I, I I wanted to make a quick comment about that. I keep reading in the newspapers and hearing these radio and TV guys. Uh, bad mouthing these bowl games. They say they don't mean anything. Well, if they don't mean anything, I'm one of those guys that bad mouth them. I'm one of those guys. What? I'm one of those well, guys. Okay, I'll put the question to you: If they don't mean anything, then why do we play them? They mean something to the fan base. They mean uh, something to the players. They mean something they mean to something. the communities that they're in. And uh, other than that, I don't know what they mean. Well, and I thought this year Louisville, they're just about all of their entire defensive team except uh, Trey Clark played in the game. I thought it I thought it meant something to Louisville this year. Well, I, I, I'll agree with that, and I, I do think it means something to the teams involved in the games. First of all, the coaches love them because you get more practices and you get a jump start on next season. That's what you hear all the time. Coaches love them, uh, and I, I understand that. I'm just saying general public sitting at home watching the games until now, until today, and maybe yesterday, and maybe Wednesday, I haven't been excited about any of these bowl games. I just well, you're not. Well, you're not probably going to believe this, but I actually watched watched part of San Diego State play whoever they played. Middle Tennessee, remember. Middle Tennessee, and I thought that was a darn good game. Uh, I think it was twenty five twenty three. By the way, Maryland just went for it on fourth and goal at the two and did not did not get it. See, that's the great thing. That's the great thing about bowl games. These coaches, they get out, they roll the dice a little bit. I mean, oh, why not? Why not? What do you yeah, have to do? Why lose? not? Why not? Maryland, the NFL, NC uh, has State, started by the way, is underway. It, who? NC State, Maryland, and NC State. Big Ten's two and zero so far. That should be a good. That should be a good bowl game. With uh, now, I don't know if uh, if the quarterback gets going to Kentucky. Well, I'm sure he's not playing. He's not playing. Uh, 
Devin Devin Leary. Yeah, yeah. he's not playing. Which conference but, but, has won the most bowl games so far, Ed? That's a quiz. This could help you get which, caller of the year if you get it right. Which conference which, has so which far conference? won the most bowl game? Well, I'm going to say ACC. Wow. That really helps your chance that they've won four. The ACC is four and two. The Big 12 is one and five. Uh, the Southeastern Conference so far, one and three. And if you add Texas yeah. and Oklahoma, which are going to be in the SEC, they would be one and five. How about that? Well, I, I didn't think it was a great year in the ACC, but I'm, maybe I'm wrong. I, I, there's not a dominant team that, except for Georgia. And if, if Georgia gets beat, then I know I've been reading uh, things in USA Today and the Wall Street Journal sports uh, page. Uh, they're fearing an Ohio State-Michigan final. Why fear that? That is great theater. Why fear it? Uh, I don't one, thing I fear. one thing, I wouldn't like it. Why not? It's a rematch of a big, Michigan round. Uh, it's a traditional 10, I rivalry. Think, I don't think the Big Ten is all that it's cracked up to be. Big Ten's 2-0 and so far, and Maryland just intercepted NC State. <laughs> so... Uh, Big Ten's got a lot of games to go. Now, 2-0 and is 2-0, and but Big Ten's got a lot of games to go here. I don't really have anything against the Big Ten. Yes, you do. Uh, no, I don't. I, re- I, re- I really don't. I-, I like Illinois. I like Northwestern. Purdue. I like Northwestern. Those words have never been spoken. Well, believe it or not, I remember one year when Northwestern was in the Rose Bowl. Do you like Michigan? I don't care for Michigan. They lost to Central Michigan in basketball last night. How about that? That doesn't help Kentucky. No, and well, if you want to really go down that rabbit hole, we can talk about sure. Kentucky Louisville. Uh, if you read my column that I put out yesterday, I made the prediction that Kentucky was going to win seventy-four to sixty, and I'll stick to that. Uh, I just don't think that Louisville will be able to score enough points and do enough things right in order to keep up with Kentucky. Kentucky's just better, number one, and number two, Kentucky might not be. Not be playing well, but basically Louisville hasn't played well all year. Uh, has it's Kentucky played pretty- well all year? It no, 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 they have not. They have not. No. And I think no. the spread's going to be somewhere in the eighteen to twenty-two range. And I, I said this when Kentucky played Yale, and they were an eighteen-point favorite. I said this on the show. I'm not sure Kentucky could beat a high school team by more than eighteen points right now, the way they're playing. And I'll stick with that right now. Well, it goes back to this. Is it the talent? Talent's the there. Coaching? Well, then there comes to coaching. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, I thought the other night when I was watching them play Missouri, Missouri really kind of punked them around, pushed them around. They were quicker to the ball. They were Their shooting was better. I mean, yeah, maybe uh, Missouri had a great night, but I'm telling you, uh, Missouri did beat Illinois, who's got a good team, and Missouri did. They did lose to Kansas, which can happen. You get on a downward uh, spiral and something, you know, you can't get things corrected. I think Missouri's pretty good myself. Now, whether they're able to carry it through into the SEC, the SEC, I think the SEC's pretty good. Missouri will be in the top 25 next week. They're 12-1 and one now. Kentucky will be out of the top 25 next week. They're 8-4. and four. Um the eye test is what I go by first and foremost, Ed, and that was if you're a Kentucky fan, you got to be really worried about what the way this team has looked when you watched them play. Well, and I know it's way, way too early to be thinking about this. Never too early. If if 
you know, you got Arkansas, you've got Alabama, Auburn, Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, you know, all those teams. And if Kentucky doesn't play well, Ole Miss and Mississippi State could be, you know, now Texas A&M's a little down this year. And I, I don't know how good Bandy is for sure. Mississippi, but, uh, Mississippi's not good, but they cover, they played Tennessee really tough the other night at home in Oxford. That That's what happens. Mississippi State, I think, is pretty good. Alabama went to uh, Starkville and beat them by double digits the other night. So I think Alabama's well, really, really good. Arkansas's dealing with injuries. They've got uh, Nick Smith, the freshman, has been in and out of the lineup because of injuries. They uh, have One of their big men is out for the year. He tore his ACL uh, in, in pre-conference play. So they've got some work to do, but they got a lot of talent. Um, I, I agree with you on Missouri. I think they're better than everybody thinks. Kansas beat them by about 30, and I think everybody thought, well, they haven't played anybody, and when they finally played somebody, they got killed. But that win over Illinois was very impressive by Missouri, and nobody was yeah. talking about it. And now the win over well, Kentucky, I mean, beating them is impressive enough. To beat them the way Missouri did, even more impressive in my opinion. Well, do the warning sounds go out that this Kentucky team doesn't make the big tournament? Uh, no. I mean, I'm, no. Okay. Not yet. Just want to make sure. They'll make, make the sure. tournament, but you can forget going to Louisville, which is the goal. At the beginning of the year, the goal is, hey, right. let's be a top four seed and we'll end up in Louisville. Well, they're well now remember, they, they just got to gonna... get by the first. They yeah. got to get by the first two rounds in order to get to Louisville. I understand that. Begin. But they, they yeah. want to be in that regional, right? They right. absolutely want to be in that regional. And now Purdue's going to, if things keep going the way they are, as the NC State gets an interception in the end zone. If uh, things keep going the way they're going, they're they're going to be a number five or six seed, and they're not going to be able to choose where they want to go. That's absolutely absolutely true. Now let's talk a little bit about the uh, the Kentucky and Iowa football game. Sure. Uh, will it be really six to three? Uh, over under thirty one. Nothing would surprise me from either one of these offenses, which are not good, and uh, especially with Will Levis. Uh, not going to play. Chris Rodriguez is not going to play. So um, it's a, it's Kentucky's a two point underdog here. Iowa's had trouble scoring all year long, but their defense has been good. So yeah, under under appears to be the bet. I tell Scooter all the time that a, a good friend of mine, a big Al the Fish, told me a long time ago, if it looks too low, it's because they can't make it low enough. That over under. So under is well, probably the uh, bet here. If uh, Kentucky can generate any kind of offense, which I think uh, hopefully now uh, Big Daddy's going to be calling the plays, uh, <laughs> the, the head recruiter is going to be calling. Yeah. The plays. Uh, well, so we'll see, first one to we'll ten, see. first one to ten wins. How about that? Let's just go first <laughs> one to ten wins. But here again, I think this is. I mean, it doesn't. The big picture, it doesn't mean a whole lot, but I think it means something to Kentucky. This is seven well, years. Oh, they've been know. to a bowl game. They got the recruits already. They're fine. They, I don't think it matters a whole lot. They're going to get Liam Cohen back as offense coordinator. They've got uh, Devin Leary coming in at quarterback. I think they'll be fine. I don't. I don't think the result of this bowl game means a whole lot for the well, fe- for the future. Well, you're positive Lee, Liam Cohen's coming back. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a done deal. Mm, okay. Good. Good for them because he. I thought he did a great job. Now they had a. Last year they had the uh, receiver from uh, Franklin County that was awfully good that, that bailed them out in the bowl game, and Levis played well in that game, and Rodriguez, they had a pretty good 
one-two punch here. Well, Dane uh, Key will be back. <laughs> Barry and Brown will be back. The receiving core is going to be top-notch. I'm not worried about that. Is is Devin okay. Leary the guy, I guess, is the only real question. Is he the guy? Uh, if he's not, there's something wrong. because He should be the we'll, guy. We'll, yeah. we'll see tomorrow. We'll, 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 we'll see how that I that don't know who's out. playing quarterback tomorrow for Kentucky. I think you and I could go down there and maybe complete a pass or two. It's going to be Destin Wade. Uh, I can hand it off. I can hand it off, maybe, but I don't know if I can complete a pass. <laughs> well, I don't know if any of those guys are going to be able to complete a pass either. We'll see. <laughs> so you're going to Lexington tomorrow, though, right? Yes, sir. Heading up for yes, the game? Sir. And you predict a Louisville 14-point loss? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm being I'm being nice. But well, I mean, it's a rivalry game. Look, if anybody knows what Cal's going to run, it's Kenny Payne, right? Isn't that advantage Louisville? I don't think right. they win the game. Don't get me wrong. I don't think they win do the, the game. Players, do they have the players that can defend? He wants the way That's a good question. That's and a they good just question. Really, they, they do something for a while, and then they just kind of lose track. For whatever the reason, yeah. you know, there's two things. L. Ellis can't turn the ball over. Hatfield and uh, and uh, McCoy, Curry has to <laughs> see what I did. Curry there? has to have to have good games in the middle. They and have to play game. like they did against Western Kentucky to be in the that, game, right? I was thinking that exactly. Is, that, is it really? They, it's that simple, isn't it? Really, we don't have to overanalyze right. this thing, right? And they can play. Well, is they played against Western and, and and lose if Kentucky plays well. But how did your holiday but, breakfast go? That's all that really matters. My holiday breakfast, it's kind of winding down. Mrs. Peak uh, for the family has picked sausage, uh, picked sausage and, <laughs> and fried eggs and uh, hash browns, and we had uh, biscuits, and the family's here, and we're just all having – they're all looking at me like I'm crazy. You are, and I know you're on the edge of your seat for Caller of the Year uh, to see what happens, so keep <laughs> listening. Six-pack coming up as well. Ed, Happy New Year. I appreciate everything, and I'll see you soon, buddy. Happy New Year to you, Scooter. Hang in there, buddy. I'm trying. <laughs> Easier said than done. <laughs> NC State with a field goal. They lead Maryland 3 uh, Six minutes to go in the first quarter in the uh, – Whatever bowl game this is. What bowl game is this, Scooter? That's a great question. <laughs> I, I have no idea. Um, oh, my God. The Duke's, Duke's Mayo, Mayo bowl. bowl. There you go. In Charlotte. 3 nothing NC State. We'll take a break, come back with more, including uh, the uh, six-pack coming up. We'll uh, recap bowl games, look at all the bowl games uh, that are coming up this weekend. I got three of them in the six-pack, along with three NFL games. Uh, NFL last night, Cowboys get a boring win over the over my Tennessee Titans. We'll talk about what that means as well. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Air. Welcome back. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Eminem Cartage hotline is open, 502-384-1450, 384-1450. To join in on the conversation, Thornton's text line is open as well, 502-414-1450. Texter says, John, the reason their bowl games are, are there are for ESPN to earn revenue. Yeah, you're not that's, wrong. That's true. You're not wrong. Uh, but we talked about it. I don't know why Duke's Mayo and Cheese It and all these places want to pay, want to put up money for these games. I guess they're making money somehow. 
they have they're not doing it if they're not making money. Uh, so ESPN dishing out a lot of green for these games, and I'm not sure ESPN's making a lot of money either. I'll tell you who's not making money are these schools, because if you don't sell your ticket, you got to buy these tickets. Really? Yes. You have to buy half of whatever the allotment is that your school gets. You have to buy those tickets, whether you sell them or not. And I don't know a whole lot of UK fans going to Nashville tomorrow. And that Kentucky's been to Nashville a number of times. I've gone down there. Um, it's a fun atmosphere. The, there's no interest this year. There's none because this was supposed to be a ten-win team. Remember, yep. uh, supposed to be supposed to contend for the SEC East, and it didn't happen. And I don't think Iowa fans are making the trip down to Nashville well, either. You you got to think about all the Kentucky fans that are within an hour of Nashville. I mean, you got like there the Bowling Greens and yeah. all of Southern Kentucky. That's an easy trip for them. I could see them making the trip. It is. And I, like I said, I've been t- when they played Clemson. I've been when they played uh, – who else did they play? I, I've been twice. Speaking of Clemson, can Syracuse. we just can we just acknowledge the fact that Clemson and Tennessee play tonight and we didn't get an Orange Bowl reference from Ed? Yeah, I guess he's not excited about the bowl game tonight. He's he's been talking about no the Orange Bowl. Clemson, by the way, is a six point favorite in that game. Now, ACC, I'm telling you, NC State's a one point favorite here. Uh, Maryland getting ready to try a field goal to tie the game here. Um, I will say this, Scooter, these teams are getting up and down the field. They uh, are. They're, yeah. not, they're not putting in the end zone yet, so that helps the under bet that uh, you're so graciously into right now. First half it under. doesn't help my over bet. Though. It's a, well. That's what. That's the thing. Mine's a first half under. Yours is a game over. So Correct. we can both hit. That'd be all right. What is the number for the first half? Uh, it was twenty and a half. Twenty and a half. All right. All right. Yesterday, Minnesota Big Ten's two and zero. Wisconsin won. Minnesota yesterday as a double digit favorite, which surprised me in the Pinstripe Bowl at Yankee Stadium. Minnesota over Syracuse twenty eight to twenty. So the Orange covers the number there. Cheez-It Bowl, Florida State 35, Oklahoma 32. The the last 20 minutes of game time of that game was incredible. Back and forth, uh, both offenses just doing whatever they wanted to do. And I felt bad for Oklahoma at the end. They had they had already used a couple timeouts. They couldn't stop the clock because Florida State was like, we're not going to let you get the ball back. Mm-hmm. We're just going to run the clock down and hopefully make this field goal, which they did. Oklahoma had a couple of uh, – Hail Mary plays that didn't work out. But the Sooners covered. Florida State was a double-digit favorite yesterday. And then Washington as an underdog in the Alamo Bowl beats Texas outright last night, 27-20. Uh, I know Michael Penix didn't start off well, but his team wins the, the bowl game, and he is coming back to Washington next year. I was hoping you'd say he was coming back to Indiana. <sighs> Missed that back guy. Back home in Indiana? Missed that guy. Not happening. He's, he's an absolute stud. He's awesome. But he was, in, yeah. he was always injured in mm-hmm. Indiana. He was always injured. And he took some shots early in that game last night. Jumped right back up. Uh, but um, Washington beats Texas last night. All right, today the uh, Dukes-Mayo Bowl underway. 3-3 between Maryland and NC State. About uh, four minutes left in the first quarter there. Uh, 2 o'clock CBS today, the Sun Bowl. Tony the Tiger. It used to be the Frosted Flakes Sun Bowl. The Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. I wonder if it still is. I don't know that. Pittsburgh and UCLA, the Panthers 
eight and four. The Bruins nine and three. UCLA is an eight point favorite there. I like the Bruins here. Mm-hmm. Underdogs have been great, but uh, the quarterback at UCLA, the real deal, he's playing today. DRS or whatever his initials are. And I think they put it on pit. 330 ESPN, the Gator Bowl, Notre Dame and South Carolina, both teams eight and four. Notre Dame's a three and a half point favorite here. I like the Cox in this game, Scooter. I, South Carolina, look, I like Shane Beamer. This dude can coach. I'll and, save the jokes. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, this this guy can coach. They uh, beat Tennessee, if you remember that, when Hendon Hooker was still playing. South Carolina has found their coach, I think, and they're going to be ready to go today against Notre Dame. I'm going to take South Carolina, and I don't even need the three and a half, I don't think. Here's a weird one, though. 4.30 today, Arizona Bowl. I'm going to guess it's in Arizona. You would think. I went out on a limb there. (laughs) It is Ohio University out of the MAC and Wyoming out of the Mountain West. Ohio's nine and four. The Bobcats. The Cowboys are seven and five. That game is only available streaming on Barstool Sports. Any interest in this game at all? No. And why is it this late in the bowl season? Well, and why the MAC teams have already played here? Well, and why is it the Arizona Bowl and you don't have a team from Arizona? Who is going to be at the Arizona Bowl between Ohio and Wyoming? Uh, Maybe some Wyoming fans. Get on their horses and make the trip down. With the weather we've had lately, I think a lot of people from Wyoming or Ohio would go down to Arizona gladly. Ohio's a two-and-a-half-point favorite there. And finally tonight, as Scooter mentioned, the Orange Bowl, 8 o'clock in Miami. Tennessee and Clemson. Tennessee without the injured Hendon Hooker. They're 10-2, and two, but they're a different team without him. Clemson, 11-2, and um, six-point favorites tonight. Is this just take the points game, or is this Clemson put it on Tennessee? I think it's going to be a close game. But is it is it really the I'm Orange leaning, Bowl? Yes. I thought Ed was making a joke no, for no, the no. last few weeks. Orange Bowl. Because it's two orange teams. No, no. It's the Orange Bowl. That's wild. Clemson, I look, I I have a feeling Clemson's going to put up a big number tonight. Hmm. Uh, if, if you made me bet it, I would bet it. I don't like this game, to be honest. Same. Uh, we'll do Saturday's game. Saturday's uh, part of the uh, – Six-pack. I felt like I had to put the national semifinals in the six-pack. Sure. It's just the right thing to do. So Kentucky, or I should say Kansas State and Alabama, noon on ESPN tomorrow in the Sugar Bowl. Alabama's playing Kansas State? Kansas State's good now. Adrian Martinez, the Nebraska transfer, has been really good at quarterback for them. Kansas State is 10-3. and They beat TCU in the conference championship game, if you remember. Alabama... 10-2, 10-2, and two, a couple of close losses. Uh, Alabama's six-and-a-half-point favorite here. Tomorrow. Shoot, give me Alabama all you're day. You're throwing, throwing down on, yeah. on Nick Saban over You're, you're telling me Kansas I can State. bet Alabama, one of the best college football teams in the last decade, at six-and-a-half? Yeah. They almost lost to Texas A&M, who's terrible. They almost lost to Texas, and they do have two losses. Kansas Don't matter. State's better than we think. Doesn't matter, though, right? Nope. If I lose, I, I lose. I'm not making them part of the six-pack, but I'm taking Kentucky in the two points here in a game that Ed said 6-3. to three. I'm going to say 14-10. to 10. Mine was 13-10. Something so. like that. I'm going to say Kentucky maybe gets a defensive touchdown. Uh, maybe Iowa gets a defensive touchdown. But, look, this comes down to one play. 
This game comes down to one play. Is, is that the best bet of I'm that t- game? I'm taking the points. Is that the best bet of the game, just to bet a defensive touchdown? Anytime defensive score. I, I worry that these teams are going to keep it on the ground mm-hmm. the whole game, which makes it hard to get a pick six if they're not throwing it. Uh, but I think when they do throw it, you got to take advantage of it and get that pick six. So to answer your question, hell, I don't know. I might look into that. I don't know. Fiesta Bowl is uh, TCU in Michigan tomorrow at 4, then Peach Bowl, Ohio State, and Georgia immediately after that, 8 o'clock. I'll give you my picks uh, in the uh, six-pack. 8 o'clock, that'll almost get you to midnight. It'll get me to the new year. That's awesome. It'll get me to the new year. Monday, noon, Monday now, not Sunday, January 2nd, ReliaQuest Bowl, Mississippi State, Illinois. Of course, Mississippi State lost Mike Leach, their coach, uh, with the heart attack, but they're taking on uh, Illinois and uh, big Brad Bielema, who looks like he ate Brad Bielema. <laughs> Both teams 8-4, and four. Mississippi State one-and-a-half point favorite. Isn't it Brett Bielema? What did I say, Bart? Brad. Brad, Brett. I like Bill. Bart better, though. I like, I like yeah. How about <laughs> Billy Joe? Billy Joe Bielema. Where was I? Mississippi State's a one-and-a-half <laughs> point favorite in that game. Uh, it's going to be emotional for that team. Do they ride the emotion? It can go one way or the other. You ride the emotion, you start the game, you get a couple touchdowns, and then you just are drained, or you come out and the other team scores, and you're done. Speaking of emotions, did you see Texas Tech the other day? Uh, got nasty with Ole Miss, didn't well, it? No, they, they started the game in the air raid offense formation, and I guess the way they were lined up, it was a penalty or whatever. Yes. And Ole Miss declined it. I like that. Yeah. Just a little nod. Yeah. To uh, Mike Leach. I, it's going to be tough for these guys to play football, yeah. I think. But it's also a distraction from what happens. Sure. They earned the right to be there with an 8-4 and four record. 1 o'clock ESPN. All right. Cotton Bowl in Dallas. Tulane and Southern Cal don't look. What's the spread? Tulane's 11-2. and two, So is Southern Cal. Four and a half. It's two. I don't understand hmm. it. For USC? Yeah. Now, USC's defense is not very good. I will give you that. But it's Southern Cal and Tulane. Well, we were talking about a couple weeks ago, You were when we were talking about the expanded playoffs, you mentioned how Tulane would be part of it. They would be. They would be the top. So, they're better than we group think. Group of five teams. Two is uh, – all right, we'll talk more about that in the six-pack. That's called a tease. Radio tease. 1 o'clock, ABC, Citrus Bowl, LSU, and Purdue. Of course, Purdue, Brian Brown will be the head coach of Purdue. LSU and Brian Kelly are a 14-and-a-half-point favorite over the Boilermakers, who will be without some players who have transferred. They'll be without coaches who are gone. Um, look, Brian Brown, he he learned from a guy named, Greg, named Jeff, not Greg, named Jeff. So I expect Purdue to come out and razzle-dazzle, Flea flicker, wild formations, throw the ball all over the yard. I don't expect that to change. So I expect some points out of the Boilermakers. I don't think it, I don't think they win, but I'm taking the points here. Well, and they got Drew Brees on the sideline. Drew Brees is helping out. Now, if he suits up, I'm money lining <laughs> this game. Even at 45 years old. And finally, Monday night, the Rose Bowl, 5 o'clock from Pasadena. Penn State, 10-2. and two, Utah, 10-3. and three. This is an underrated, great matchup. Mm-hmm. Uh, Utah is a two-point favorite. Uh, they beat USC once this year. 
Penn State with only two losses to Michigan and Ohio State of all, you know, if you're going to lose two, I guess you're going to lose those two. Utah's two-point favorite. Who you like here, Skip? I like Utah. I've liked Utah all year long. I'll I don't take, know why. I'll take the but... Big Ten there. Okay. I'll take Penn State. A little, a little personal bet? Uh, yeah, we'll put some on that. Okay. That'll be fun. <laughs> all right, let's take a break. Uh, last segment of the year coming up, unsponsored six-pack, caller of the year. Busy segment. Oh, got a lot to get to. Listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Anywhere y'all, everywhere y'all, I heard it, I heard it, I heard it on the X. Welcome back. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio, final segment of the year. Caller of the year coming up. That uh, really non-prize will be awarded because you don't get anything. It's not a cash prize or a gift card or a trophy. It's just the knowledge that you have gone 12 months of of loyalty. And And uh, contributions. And contributions to this fine program. (laughs) Eminem Cartage Outline is open, 502-384-1450. Thornton's text line, get your last-minute text into the show as well, 502-414-1450. There is a fumble by Maryland, and NC State will have the football. It was fourth down anyway. Maryland wasn't going to get it again. 3-3 three to three Maryland and NC State in the Dukes-Mayo Bowl as they get ready to is, play. Is that they a just fumble? started the second quarter. doesn't matter. They weren't going to get a first down. He anyway. pitched it forward, though. I don't think that's a fumble. Well, even if it's an incomplete pass, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. That's an incomplete pass. So, uh doesn't matter. Turn the ball over on downs again. Come on, Maryland. Um <laughs> Nearing the half in Pittsburgh, North Carolina ranked 25th in basketball. Leads Pitt 40 to 34. ACC action underway on this uh, New Year's Eve Eve. All right, call of the year coming up. But first, we got to get to the long awaited, unsponsored six pack. I'm going as slow as I can here. There it is. Unsponsored six pack. Last one of the year. It has not been a good December for the six pack. A couple of uh, 0-6s in there. <laughs> Hopefully you listen to me. I tell you to bet the other way. If you did, you probably had a really good Christmas. Probably had a really nice Christmas if you bet the other way. Do we have a six-pack next week? Uh, Sure, but this is the last one of the year, of the calendar year. Where do you go next week when college football's over? Oh, we'll go three NFL games, and we'll do three college basketball games. I like it. Simple, man. I like it. Simple. All right, let's start with the uh, playoff games. Playoffs? Yeah, playoffs. Jim Mora chiming in there. <laughs> the Michigan-TCU game, it is the Fiesta Bowl in Arizona, Phoenix, just outside of Phoenix. TCU 12-1. They're only lost, the, lost to Kansas State in the Big 12 championship game. And Michigan, after that route of uh, Ohio State, followed by a very impressive win over Purdue in the Big 10 championship game, is 13-0. Number three, TCU. Number two, Michigan. Four o'clock ESPN. Michigan is a seven and a half point favorite. The question I've asked myself about this game is, does the TCU bubble burst? They are the first team from Texas ever to make the playoff. That includes A&M. That includes the Texas Longhorns. And they got a great offensive-minded coach in Sonny Dykes. They got a wonderfully competitive quarterback in Max Duggan. 
They run the ball well. They play pretty, pretty good defense, although they did get down a lot this year early in games. If that happens on Saturday, they're in trouble because Michigan's not going to let them back in the game. Michigan, I believe, is going to get after Max Duggan. They're going to try to run the football uh, right at TCU, and I think they will be successful in that. I'm going to take tradition and history over the upstart Horned Frogs. Give me Michigan minus a seven and a half, and I hate the hook here. I hate giving that half a point, but I got to do it because I think Michigan wins this game fairly handily. I'm going to say somewhere along the lines of 31 to 20, Michigan. Now, is the 2 3 game, is that always the first one they Not air? necessarily. It's, okay. it's all about whatever ESPN wants to do with matchups. Okay, yeah, because I was it's thinking that it's weird that number one, the one and four seed are playing in the second yeah. game. Whatever ESPN thinks is going to be a bigger audience, they're going to put it later yeah. in, the, in the evening. Makes sense. And that is the second game of the six pack, eight o'clock, the Chick fil A. Peach Bowl, love me some Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. In Atlanta, Ohio State, Georgia, it's in a dome. You don't have to worry about weather. The Buckeyes 11-1, that only loss, of course, to Michigan. And Georgia is 13-0. They are impressive almost every time out. Of course, these are playoff games, so everybody's playing. You don't have to worry about the portal. You don't have to worry about guys sitting out for the draft. But C.J. Stroud... Going to play in this game. Spencer Bennett, who was a finalist for the Heisman, he'll be in this game. So you got a couple of Heisman finalists here going at each other. Georgia's been great. They're six-and-a-half-point favorites. They're basically at home in Atlanta here, although don't don't kid yourself. Ohio State crowd will be in the building. Absolutely. I like the points here. I like the six-and-a-half in Ohio State. They've got some bruises and some sores that they want to get rid of from that Michigan game. And it's been a long time waiting to play another game for Ohio State. Well, I think just the potential rematch with Michigan is going to be enough of a motivating factor. I'm not sure it's going to be a rematch, although I think Ohio State has a legitimate shot to win this game. I think, Unlike Ed, I think it would be great if it was Ohio State-Michigan. Yeah, same. uh, The following Monday night in the national championship game, I would be – I'd sign up for that right now if you asked me to. So they wait nine days? They wait nine days. Okay. I'll take Ohio State in the six and a half. I do think Georgia wins the game. I'm going to say in a, in a high-scoring affair here, I'm going to say Georgia wins the game 38-35. But I think Ohio State covers, and it would not surprise me in the least if the Buckeyes were to win this game and set up a rematch with Michigan. Now, because I've said this, Odds are it's going to be TCU in Georgia. So I wouldn't – I don't really always make it up to midnight on New Year's Eve, but if we get a 38-35 game, oh, I'll make this it. This one's easy to watch. Yeah. This is this one's easy on the eyes. And if it's Michigan-TCU, I might not see New Year's Day. Yeah. I might not see midnight. But Ohio State-Georgia, I'm in. My other part of the six-pack, I mentioned it earlier, the Cotton Bowl in Dallas, Tulane against Southern Cal. We hear this all the time. How happy are teams to be in a certain bowl game? Is USC, do they want to play in this game? Do they want to play? It's Tulane. They're not even playing a major, uh, a power five team here. 
That's why they're a two-point favorite. Tulane, on the other hand, is going to Dallas going, man, we get USC. We get a chance to beat USC. They're excited about this game. They want to play this game. Their offense is good. They put a lot of points on the board. But guess what? So does Southern Cal. I'm giving the two here. I'm taking Southern Cal. If it was more than three, I might not touch this game. But if it's only two, even if USC doesn't play great, I still think they beat Tulane. Yeah. Now, maybe that's just the perception we've had for years and years and years, and we see Tulane and USC and say, Tulane can't beat USC. I think if USC plays decent football, they win this game, and I'm going to give the two. So there you go. That's the first half of the six-pack. You you with me on that one? I'm with you. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Look, if Tulane wins, I'll come in here Tuesday and say, boy, I don't know. I don't know anything. Actually, the so I'm with you on. I want to say I'm with you on all three, but that Michigan one scares me. TCU's capable. Yeah, they're capable. Uh, but again, they had I want to say five come from behind wins against t- other top twenty five teams in conference. If they get down to Michigan, they're not coming back because Michigan is not a Big Twelve school. Michigan's not going to allow them to come back. So I just think Michigan gets up early, and uh, I don't. I'm not going to say names a score, but I think they win it by two scores here. All right, NFL second part of the six pack. I'm going to jump on the Chiefs again. I, I know. <laughs> not as well. I didn't last week, and they covered. <laughs> I finally took them off the board, and they covered. They are playing a Denver team that is a mess Ugh. in Kansas City. New coach for Denver, interim coach. They fire Nathaniel Hackett. Maybe the troops rally. Look, Kansas City's still playing for the one seed. Yeah. Kansas City knows that Buffalo has to go to Cincinnati Monday night. So they want to hold serve here. They want to say, look, we're going to get our 13th win, and then Buffalo, if you lose, all of a sudden we're tied with you going into week 18. Aren't they tied now? I thought they were both 10-3. and three. Now you're going to make me do. I'll look it up. I'll no, look no, it up I got there. it right here. I got it right here. Buffalo is 12-3, and three, Kansas right. City. 12 and 3. It's 12 and 3. Yeah. So I'm wrong. They they want to hold serve and say, mm-hmm. well, Buffalo's the number one seed, though, right now. Right now. Yeah. If they finish in the top, Buffalo's the number one seed because of the tiebreaker. But can't see 12 and a half against Denver at home in a game where it's not, oh, we don't need to win this. They do need to win this game. I think they put it on Russell Wilson if he even plays. He did play last week, didn't play well again. I, I can't stop watching this dude eat mayo right out of the bowl. This is disturbing. <laughs> this is so disturbing. This is why I shouldn't have the TV on. Give me Kansas City at home, minus 12.5 against Denver. You think uh, they're selling mayo at, like, the concession stand? No, I think that was a uh, that was completely for television. They said, hey, hey, you're a big dude. Here's well, a big old – I mean, it's a big old – Well, you had the guys it's earlier. It's a Costco-sized bottle of mayo. There was like six or seven guys earlier eating it yeah, out of small that. bottles. Yeah, I bet they no, sell it in the they're concessions. Handling them out. They're handling I, I bet they're not. It's made for TV. Come on, Scooter. <laughs> All right, let's get back to the business, shall we? Tampa Bay hosting Carolina. I know Carolina beat Detroit last week in Detroit uh, to sort of ruin the Lions come from behind season. And Tampa Bay hasn't looked great. Tampa Bay is going to win this division. Tom Brady is still the GOAT. And they're only a three-point favorite over Carolina at home, knowing if they win, they are going to host probably Dallas in the first round of the playoffs. 
Give me Tampa Bay. I'm going to give Carolina the three here. I think this is probably my pick of the week as far as the NFL is concerned. And then we got Sunday night football. This is completely for Scooter. Pittsburgh at Baltimore. Steelers are still in the hunt. Now, by the time this game kicks off, they may have been eliminated. Mm -hmm. That's a dangerous one to pick then. Baltimore does not have Lamar Jackson, even though they're at home in a a two-and-a-half-point favorite. The uh, Ravens are, let me look before I say this, they are a game behind Cincinnati. Uh, the Ravens are 10-5, and five, the Bengals are 11-4, and four, but they also know the Bengals have to play Buffalo here. Um, I'm taking, look, I, I believe in Mike Tomlin. He's never had an under 500 season in his years at Pittsburgh. They're 7-8. and eight. They can finish 9-8 and eight if they can beat Baltimore and Cleveland. Doable. I'm taking the Steelers in the two and a half, just for Scooter. That one's for you, buddy. Because I, I think I'm going to win this week. I'm I don't dis- think that every week. I I'm, think I'm going to win this I'm week. disappointed in you. Because you took the Chiefs. Yep. You, you've been on the Chiefs all year long. All year long. Didn't you take them last week. Didn't take them last week. They cover. It's same thing with the Bills. And you didn't take the Bills this week? They're in no. the same scenario. Like both never, 12 no, and no, three. Wait, wait, wait. Before you yell, I never take the Monday night game on the – so oh, that's true. Okay. Because I'll pick it Monday. Yeah, that's true. Now, we don't have a show Monday. So maybe I could have. I could have done it this if week. If you want to switch one for the Bills, I wouldn't blame you. <laughs> I can't. Bengals are playing good. They are, yeah. The Bills are favored by a point, I believe. Oh, just one? Let me check. So basically a pick. Yeah. Buffalo's a one-point favorite here. That's a great game. Yeah. I mean, you talk about Monday Night Football. You talk – Last night, Dallas beats uh, Tennessee, my Titans, 27-13. to 13. It was not a great game to watch. I tried. wasn't great. Dallas just did what they had to do to win. Tennessee was without Tannehill, of course, and they're without Derrick Henry, who sat out with a hip. Tennessee only has to win next week. Mm-hmm. No matter what Jacksonville does tomorrow. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Or Sunday. Doesn't matter. Tennessee-Jacksonville next week, winner wins the division, goes to the playoffs. Holds the playoff game, matter of fact. We got to change that rule, by the way, because there's a good, there's a legitimate shot that Tennessee or Jacksonville is going to be under 500. Tampa Bay is going to be under 500. Both those teams are going to be hosting playoff games against teams that have won 11 games. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. 11 or 12 or 13 games. That adds a little intrigue. That's Makes it a little ridiculous. more exciting. Ridiculously bad. All right. I'm taking, I'm taking Louisville in the points tomorrow. In the basketball game, I don't even know what the number is. It'll be around 20, I would guess. I go back to what I said when Kentucky played Yale. I'm not sure they can beat anybody by 20 points. And what I saw from Kentucky on Wednesday night, you're embarrassed if you're a Kentucky fan right now. And you're wondering, man, what are we going to do? See, that's why I'm the opposite of you. I I think Kentucky covers with ease. Here's the stats I was telling you about, and i got to do this quickly. I know I'm running out of time. Kentucky men's basketball last 75 games, 46 and 29. Football last 75 games, 47 and 28. Wow. Football has a better record than basketball at UK in the last 75 Pretty games. Pretty crazy. Number of wins for Kentucky between 2010 and 2020, 330, third most. Number of wins since the start of the 2020-2021 season, 43, tied for 98th among Division I schools. Happy New Year. 
I hope uh, you're safe and you have a, a great time. Enjoy the games this weekend. We'll be back Tuesday. Thanks for listening, everybody. Caller of the Year was Buzz Frank. Yeah. Here's on sports. Presented by Eminem Carter on the Big X. Everywhere y'all, I heard it, I heard it, I heard it on the